Hi, I feel like today it's me, Alan Smith, where we up stories at the day's press and journal. It's been Saturday, July 24th. So, front page of paper today is a COVID worker and drink drive blast. So, a drink driving COVID technician reversed into a lump post and then collided with a lorry, but uh, she berated police who arrested her. Um, the way she works off, so she told officers she had placed, placed her in jeopardy of losing her job. Um, the 56-year-old was more than four times the alcohol limit after drinking heavily following the end of her shift and then driving to buy mere booze. Um, the fiscal deputy Alan Townsend told Aberdeen Sheriff Court how McGregor was far from contrite when the Bobby stopped her after accident in the city's Byron Square. Um, after being breathless, she replied, I did not drink driving my eyes. I stopped drinking last night and then I drove this morning. I've never done this and then you, you've ruined my job. Um, she, but she pled guilty to failing to stop following an accident and to driving with 90 micro, micrograms of alcohol um, for the legal limits 22. So um, that's her. So she was fined £840 and she was banned for driving for 14 months, which um, hopefully would be a lesson for her. But uh, again, it's just... Uh, nowadays, it's just like it's not worth even hearing the hint because if she's saying she was driving the next morning, she must have had some bucket and night before. But um, the drink driving thing is just not worth chancing on a Havana. So if you get to be driving, just stick to Coca-Cola. Now, here's a story about a ice cream shop up in Oban. It was um, had some customers up upset because they Mr. Whippy machine wasn't on. Um, the headline is, Rant over ice cream leaves staff in tears. So, two customers left staff at an ice cream parlour in tears after launching a trade of abuse at them because the Mr. Pepe machine was not on. The Poke Hat is now going to install CCTV at its shop in Oban after a spate of incidents with the disgruntled tourists. On this latest occasion, a man and a wifey allegedly shouted and swore at workers before the man furiously banged his fist on the counter. The, the popular family business mucks its own ice cream on the premises. It gets up every, every day at 7 o'clock to start mucking ice cream, um, which can lead to big queues at the height of summer. But the owner, Roseanne McKenzie, said the behaviour of some tourists mucks her feelers if she's selling drugs rather than ice cream. So she runs a shop where her husband, Alex, and their two quines, Abby and Olivia, help out. Um, and it was the two quines that was on when this uh, couple was in and got half upset about it. So... I mean, okay, for goodness sake, get upset with a Mr. Puppy ice cream. I think it's not like I was known either ice cream to hay. Um, okay, I think they just need to cool down a bit and they get up to 99. Now, here's a story about the four loons that say running for, for charity and they're running for the, the source of the D, um, all the way down to the sea at Everdeen. So it's a fair hoof, about 82 mile. So, um, there's four of them, Scott Burst, Peter Torrance, Barry Chalmers and Daniel Christie. Um, and it says, charity runners taking care to warn Balmoral. So, a PE teacher had to warn royal officials about plans to run past Balmoral in the middle of the night. Um, last night, Scott Burst and three friends tested their metal like never before when they began an 82-mile challenge beginning at the source of the River Dee at Bray Reich to Aberdeen in less than a day. And the route took him past the gates of Balmoral at about 2 o'clock this morning. So he didn't even take give the, the folk at Balmoral a flag and think they was going to be um, under attack or something. So he let them kind of be, to be running past at that time. Um, and there, it's all I need a charity. It was going to be uh, towards new sports facilities in Bankery. But um, 
after they'd heard about uh, Charlie Hoose's appeal um, for funds, they decided to split the money between the two causes. So um, very good of them. Um, so currently they're about, they're about uh, £9,000. They're hoping to get to £10,000. Um, and if you want to have a look at it, you can um, go on their Facebook page. It's a source to see Facebook page. So it says um, they started running last night and they would have been in Ballater this morning about 20 by 3. Um, they get to a bind about half past five this morning. Um, and then they got to King George's Sex Park in Bunkrete half past eight this morning and by that time they've been running for 61 mile um, and then they're going on to Dromoke about 10 o'clock and then if they get to Duthie Park in Aberdeen that's 79 miles and just a one final push uh, and they will have completed the estimated 82 miles by stopping at 50 at uh, about half past 12 so um, hopefully they've managed to do it ah, and um, good on them and it was a fair old heat today for running so um, maybe they'll maybe head on going and get to water for a duke to cool down when they get there well done lads now, here's a, a wee bit of a good news story for um, focus uh, need to hear right about in the middle of Aberdeen. Um, blockbuster booster is cinema plans approved. So Aberdeen City Centre's COVID recovery received a blockbuster boost with the council approving plans for a new cinema to lure mere folk into tune. The Bon Accord Centre has suffered the loss of several big-name retailers since lockdown restrictions began to take their toll on profit margins. Since last March, Disney Store, Topshop, Dorothy Perkins, Warehouse, River Island and Lara Ashley have all shut. Uh, the most devastating blow of all came this summer with confirmation that John Lewis would not reopen. Um, so in January, the shopping centre put forward plans to try to secure a brighter future by transforming the old Lara Ashley unit into a new cinema. And the council planners have now rubber-stamped plans for the four-screen cinema in the mall's upper floor. So that is you know, good news for Aberdeen if it gets going ahead because, um, honestly, I haven't been in for the middle for a long time, but... Ah, the shops is shut. There'll be like, we may have shops in Lomfarnham for in the middle of Aberdeen shortly. So, well done to the council. At least um, it's a step in the right direction to get folk back into the middle of town. Now, here's a story about two clever lads have um, got some drink dispensers ready for rollout. So, Aberdeen based entrepreneurs are having revolutionary new technology aimed at speeding up the time it takes to grab a beer at a big event are ready to speed up his rollout after a £670,000 crowdfunding drive. Um, the duo uh, aim to improve the consumer experience at music and sports events using innovative dispensing technology to reduce the time spent in bar queues. Um, so the two of them met at um, RGU uh, for their base students and they set it up in 2016 as business. So a combination of eBar's patented dispenser and rapid payment technologies allows beer or soft drinks to reach customers in less than 30 seconds meaning folk at major events will no longer have to choose between missing action and quenching their thirst. So it does stem from um, one of them was at a rugby match and, and missed a one and try because he was waiting in a queue for a beer. So they've had some investment before. They had them um, 75000 for Aberdeen-based Elevator in 2017, and then in the year after they got 228000 for led by London-based Jensen Funding Partners. So... Now that's £670,000 is to build mere units and, and get it up and going. Um, so they've already had um, some stuff in high-profile events at venues, including PJ Live in Aberdeen, Old Trafford in Manchester, and Twickenham in London. So um, very, there's an artist's impression of how it would look at in Pitordi, for instance, and it looks very, very smart. And I'm sure anybody's been to a big 
concert or a big sports event would ken the takes or it can take ages to get a beer or a, a kind of drink or something at a break time or whatever. So if there's a few of these things that go, it would certainly speed things along. So good luck to them and um, two very clever lads. And it's just funny how like a little thing like that, just missing that try, just spurred them on. So good on them. Now just finish up with sport as normal. So just a wee bit about the Olympics. Um, obviously the opening ceremony was yesterday. It was a fantastic thing to see, a great spectacle. And I hope come the end of the Olympics we're, we're all speaking about great athletes and world records and nightmare about COVID. So I think Tokyo's been extremely unlucky why it's panned out for, uh, you know, for last year and for this year. But um, just how it goes. But fingers crossed it's a, it's a big success. I think it deserves to be the effort they've put into it. Now that's me done for day now. Just a wee soppy stories at the day's Pressing Journal, Saturday, July 24th. Um, absolutely glorious day up in Aberdeenshire today. Um, started off a bit slow, overcast, but sun scene broke through and um, it's uh, fantastically hit just now. Super. So hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Thanks for listening. And if you have, might tell a pal or send it to somebody abroad if you think might like it. And um, if you didn't, the best thing you could do is come back and get another go because it can only get better, as they say. Right, thanks so much now. To the loop.